Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back. John Hogue with us. John, so your best take on the next four years, thumbs up, thumbs down, what do you think? No, I'm, I, what's important now is I'm going to try, it's a complicated situation, I'm going to try to give you the, the significant message. Right okay. Uh, what was why I am moving the countdown of the Cold War four years to March of this year. To start it, and the reason that I couldn't see until now is that with Putin's speech, long story short, he showed that what the ABM missile treaty set in motion 15 years ago, with the Americans backing out of this, destabilizing the whole world, was that Russia has now perfected weaponry that has made anti-ballistic missile systems null and void. Uh, so. What they have done is what was required during the last Cold War, where you can officially count it as beginning. That happened in 1949, when after the Americans had made 500-plus nuclear weapons, the Russians lit off their first atomic weapon, which meant that now there was parity. Now they had the means to, to counter any defense, any attack, that America took, or vice versa. When that parity is achieved, as it has been achieved again, not as a threat to the United States, but just simply saying something my dad used to say when he was he was a fighter and stuff, he was an army boxer and all, and sometimes when he was threatened by a guy saying, you know, some bigger guy saying, you know, I, I can really beat you up. And he'd go, yeah, you probably can. But then he'd grin in a way that was kind of scary and say, but I'll hurt you. <laughs> and the guy would back down. And basically Putin was saying to all these warmongers in Washington that we know what you're doing. We've been upfront about it all these years. I know it's not being reported to your people, but I'll report it again, that uh, now with our $80 billion a year budget against your trillion dollar a year budget, we're not going to go into some arms race with you as you thought we would. We're going to find shoestring ways, technologies that will allow us to neutralize your threat upon us. And so they've done it. Now, um, what that means then is it's just like 1949 all over again. It means this is truly where the new Cold War begins because now there's parity. Now, uh, so what that then means is, if I'm correct about this, then uh, three years and seven months from March, we'll have an ironic situation, a new Missiles of October moment, just like the Cuban Missile Crisis, only in 2021. That really slips into a lot of astrology and other things I've been looking at that really looks at the early, boring 2020s, as I call it, as a really critical time for human survival. Uh, economically, with the collapse of fiat economy, as well as the possibility of a full-scale nuclear confrontation with the Russians, uh, 
in hmm. October of 2021. 2021. 2021. And if if we pass that, then it's 2030, 2031. So uh, Putin will still be in power. That's until true. 2024. He probably will be. And, and beyond what, that, who knows if he and stays healthy. What you will see is a karmic echo of the Cuban Missile Crisis triggered by something in the Middle East, in Syria. And uh, it could, the, the danger is that none of this is written, fixed in stone. The situation that's developing with Iran is something I've been watching since 2008. And now we are really close. By August of this year, America could actually go to war with Iran. Iran is an ally of Russia. Syria is an ally of Iran. What's going on, and about to answer your question about the Russians retaliating, um, they, they will measure a response this time. This means that, you know, and it might have happened last April, Medvedev, the prime minister, at that time, at, at that time, said, "Well, he's not the president like Putin. He's still the prime minister now. Right. He second, uh, second in, in command." Um, people don't know that the base that they those tomahawks hit in central Syria was where most of the special forces of the Russians were based when Syria invited them in, mm-hmm. a sovereign nation, to help them. With their terrorists. And did we not tell the and, Russians and we're launching, get out of there? Well, you know, it, they did, but uh, this is kind of a close call. And Medvedev, the, Medvedev, the second in command of Russia, said, you almost killed a whole bunch of hundreds of our soldiers. And we would have been shooting then. That would have been a problem. Well, it would have been a situation if if hundreds of Russian special forces were killed by those tomahawks. You can be damn well sure that the missile frigate that launched it would have been launched on. And then where do you go from there? Yeah, and and then who who has the 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 smarts to slow it down? Well, I've always noticed Putin over the years that. He will use force, because to understand Putin is to understand that he follows the path of judo. He's very much into it, and his policies are very much like judo. You have a bigger opponent, trillion-dollar-a-year military budget against his little $80 billion a year. You find ways to use the other person's force to deflect him. They want to make anti-ballistic missile systems and spend trillions each year. We'll do something that makes it nullified. And we won't spend a tenth of what they're right. doing. In fact, Putin actually lowered the defense budget of Russia after his speech. He's dropping about $20 billion off of it. We're adding, uh, uh, exceeding a trillion if you add the homeland security budget. So um, they've had to learn with less money, about the same amount of GDP as New York City, to uh, budget and, and not be as sloppy and uh, wasteful of money like our military-industrial complex is. So that what I want to do, though, is leave a, a quote, an important quote that I start my article with, where you get to see Putin's, in his own words, how he's trying to get this message out. And what he said is, what I did is I started the articles at hoagprophecy.com with the famous statement of John Kennedy in the Cuban Missile Crisis. And Putin uses very similar wording in his threat, because people want to know what he's going to do. 
this is what he said. And, by, and mind you, the nuclear protocol that he was waiting to hear from from us basically gives us the right, we've given ourselves the right, to unilaterally bomb non-nuclear nations or nuclear nations with atomic weapons. And we've always said, though, initially, that we would take the first strike. Well, we, we, are, we are the first strike. In history, there's no other country on the planet Earth to this moment that isn't first strike America. Who, who, who started the last? Right. We already had a nuclear war. It was called the end of World War II, where we launched nuclear attack on a country that was down and out, ready to surrender for six months, because President Truman wanted to impress Joseph Stalin and the Russians. Well, they did that. And, and the... And then we, so, but that's another story. The thing I want to read now is what Kennedy, what I remember is that nearly eight years old, and you were 12 or something when it I happened. I was 12. Uh, this, the famous line is, if it shall be the policy of this nation to regard any nuclear missile launched from Cuba against any nation in the Western Hemisphere as an attack by the Soviet Union on the United States requiring a full retaliatory response from upon the Soviet Union. Now, Putin, at the end of his speech, saying, basically, I hope you're listening now, he says, as such, I see it is my duty to announce the following. Any use of nuclear weapons against Russia or its allies, weapons of short, medium, or any range at all of missile, will be considered a nuclear attack on this country. Retaliation will be immediate, with all the attendant consequences. Now, he then adds... There should be no doubt about this whatsoever. There is no need to create more threats to the world. Instead, let us sit down at the negotiating table and devise together a new and relevant system of international security and sustainable development for the human civilization. We have been saying this all along. All these proposals are still valid. valid. Russia is ready for this. That's how he ended his speech about that. Not, is, a, lot, not is, a lot of people caught that. Well, you're, you're, you're being, it's being censored. The people that were demonizing, uh, you, you have to dehumanize a target, take their humanity away uh, to kill them. That is as uh, old as war. And what about China, John? Where does China fit into your prophecy? Well, China is basically what's happening here is a, a huge millennial shift of power away from Western Europe, away from the Western world, actually, and it's moving towards Asia. China, it is China's century, but it's a century of soft power, not of military hegemony. It's a very different way they're doing it. When we, when we go to Africa, we, we build bases. And when China goes to Africa, they build roads, bridges, train, bullet trains. They, they, they're basically for, they're basically creating the, the the recipe for, if people have more commerce, more business, are building more wealth, they have less reasons to go to war with each other. Now, you know, there, I'm, if we had hours and hours, I, I could explain the good and the bad to that, but this. But the fact that I would just leave with you, and if you want to learn more, people are listening to this, just go to hogueprophecy.com and you'll get the full details of these things. At best, this is just an introduction. Um, 
because of the way radio is uh, and television. So these people, uh, China is actually making building bridges to the world, literally, and creating a a new uh, epicenter of of power in the world. And basically, uh, every nation has a life cycle. The United States and the Western world in general, for the last hundred years, has been shifting its power and influence out of being the center of our lives, and now it's moving to Asia. And since Russia is bestraddling the East and West in its vast 11 time zones, it plays an important geographical position in this. Now, I have often written that the days when this era of American hubris, superpowerdom, finally ends, I foresee America's greatest future is still ahead of it. Once it has had its ego balloon burst and gets back to being the American constitutional nation that it was born to be. Yes. We were never meant to be an imperium. It's not in the Constitution, Mr. and Mrs. America. And yet we have been on this road since World War II, gotten addicted to defense policies and military-industrial complex. Not really our fault. It happened. It just happened. It, you know, World War I ended and we went back to civilian economy, as we always did in wars. But World War II happened and then it didn't quite end. It kind of blend, bled into something else, the Cold War. And we needed to... And the and, Korean uh, War, and then and, Vietnam, and yeah, now and, Afghanistan, and, and all those and Iraq. proxy wars that were fought by the Soviet Union and the United States. But the problem is, it's almost like if you just take too many oxycontins for your problem, and if it lasts, and you do it too long, you become addicted. This nation has become addicted to war markets, and and it's it's really a serious addiction. And like most People, individuals who are addicted are not ready to face themselves. As a nation that's addicted to war, we are in denial that this is happening. We're not seeing things straight. And, and the danger is we'll take this addiction all the way to our destruction and take two-thirds of the human race with us, according to Nostradamus. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.